0: Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today, I wanna talk about why I actually became an entrepreneur and how I overcame the hurdle that I think a lot of entrepreneurs face or people considering starting their own business face. Um, this is it was what helped me a lot. I think you guys enjoy. Peace. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. So today, I wanna share a quick story about what initially got me into entrepreneurship and helped me get over that hurdle, that fear, that scare, scariness factor of starting my own business and actually really going for it, right? Not just having a side hustle, but actually going all in and starting my business and essentially my fund. So I I had a a family friend at the time, great guy, and he had been fairly successful in his twenties. By the time he was 29 years old, multimillionaire, had done very well, had this online presence, all this kind of stuff. And we were talking, he said, Bridger, and I said, yeah. He goes, well, what are you doing? I'm like, well, I got some of these side business. I'm still going to school. I'm, I'm really busy at school, but I'm have these side business because I had this entrepreneurship spirit, but I wasn't all the way in. And I I had these kind of, I call it, everyone calls them side hustles, right? And he goes, Bridger, I want to ask you a question. He goes, when do you think is the best time to go all out and start a business? And I thought, well, probably... I don't know. I I don't. I don't know. I said maybe like most people think, like thirties. You know, in your thirties, right? You've you gain some experience in your twenties. You learn, and then in your thirties, maybe like thirty-five is probably the best time to go out and start a business. He goes wrong, and I was like, okay, it's very bold. (laughs) uh, He says the best time to start start a business is your early twenties in college, at school. He goes, that is the best time to start a business. I Go why? And I kind of disagree. I said, no, you want experience, and you want to gain that. You know confidence in yourself, you wanna learn from other people? And he goes, no. And he goes, yeah, for some people, they might need that track, but for a lot of people like me and you, you're early 20s, you don't have a mortgage, you don't have kids, you don't have like a serious relationship or commitment, you don't need one right now too. You don't have a house, you don't have family commitments. He goes, right now, you have this little window of time Couple years where you have stress-free life. I mean, you're on student loans. No one expects a ton from you, anyways, right? <laughs> no one has these huge. I like you don't have to meet some bar. I mean, you're just like early twenties. He goes, right now is the best best time possible to go all out on something. Cause you can, you can stay up late. You can work weekends. You can work, you can fly. I mean, you have so much time. And secondly, your body is in the best physical condition. It's probably ever going to be in its entire life. So you can go harder. You can work longer. And then third is you as a college student, you have access to so many mentors. He goes, everybody wants to mentor a college kid and no one, I mean, not no one, but people tend to, as you get older, wanna, they don't wanna mentor you as much. Once you graduate and you're in school, it's like, oh, whatever. I mean, this is just a random dude. But a college kid comes, you can get mentors and have people help you start your business. And people wanna help and invest in college businesses. They love that story. At the same time, I was listening to a, a podcast by another guy. So I, I ended up being the same time. And it was on the same principle. He goes, in your early 20s, let's call it, I'm just gonna call it early 20s, but it could be just a time of your life where you don't have all those risk He And yeah, that is the least riskiest time ever to start a business. He goes, for me now, I've, I manage. Uh, million a year company. I've got hundreds of people that work for me. They depend on a paycheck from me. And if I risk it all and I lose it all, it's pretty devastating for a lot of people. He goes, if you're 23 years old and you risk it all and you lose it all, well, okay. You lost like three grand, right? Your, your savings, right? You lost three grand. Okay. Back to zero. You can restart. You didn't lose that much. And by the way, on that same note, it is they kind of said too, it's, it is hard to fail in America, to truly fail, to truly hit like rock bottom homeless in America is pretty hard to do because you have bankruptcy, you have all these different safety nets as you fall, you know, to, to actually be homeless is actually pretty hard uh, in America. I'm going to say that boldly and I believe it. So he goes, it's really, at, it's really low risk, high return and asymmetrical return starting a fund or starting a business, especially when you're low leverage, when you're not in a career, when you're not having a wife and family and kids or a husband, whoever it is, right? It's way easier to start a business. And that tweaked a lot of things in my mind. And then I said, well, hold on. What about school? Or I got to, you know, my job. He goes, do you think school's going to be there in two years? And I was like, yeah. He goes, exactly. He goes, if all else fails, right? If your whole business tanks, it doesn't work out. Guess what's always waiting for you? School. And I was like, wow, (laughs) that's always true. Right. School. And, and a lot of us have this timestamp on us. Like we've got to get, we've got to be a millionaire by age 30 and, you know, have $10 million by 38. And we got to be a billionaire by 45. You know, like people have these timestamps. It's got to happen at this time. And I'm going to have kids at 30 and I'm going to be married by 26 whatever it is for you. Right. And your culture, it's nice to pull those off. It's, it's always there. It's always waiting. It's always can happen, right? School's always there. But back to his point was there's there for, for uh for his point, was there's never a better time than right now to do it. Especially in the economy we're in, especially in what's going on in the world, especially right now with coronavirus. We have so many opportunities out there that are being created by a market correction. Why why let them go to waste? At least I'm not and I'm not saying quit your job or quit school right now. I'm just saying keep your eyes open for those opportunities. Jobs are always I mean it is Right now, unemployment has spiked because of coronavirus, right? But I mean, last year, I mean, unemployment is, it was pretty much just people switching jobs, right? There's no one really, truly unemployed, can't find work, right? There's plenty of work. Back to Jeff Bezos, he has the regret minimization theory. He says he does everything in his life based on what will I regret the least. And if you're going to regret working your job or staying in school for eight years or 10 years... And never taking a chance on yourself, you're gonna regret that more than hopping out and you know, taking a different re- entrepreneurship route. His theory is you should go after whatever create the least re- amount of regret when you're old on your deathbed. And so those kind of things all, I don't know, that's kind of a few random points that I've picked up from different people and different mentors and kind of brought together and said, you know what? I've got my whole life ahead of me and and we got plenty of time, whether you're 22 or whether you're 35 or whether you're 55, we've got lots of life ahead of ourselves. If you're 55, you still got like 30 years, 40 years to live. Think about that for a second. You got, if you're 55, you've got about 30 years left. 30 years. That's a lot of time. A lot of us spent, you, you've you probably spent 30 years in the workforce, 30 years. Imagine what you could do with 30 years again. Anyways, there's so much time. So Back to my point is, and there was never a better time, at least that he mentioned, was for me at that point. And so I made a decision that I was gonna go, I wasn't gonna dabble, I wasn't gonna tell, because it's it's—it's this visage, oh, I'm working on a side hustle, you know, I got these little things going on. And it's cool to tell people at a barbecue or something, but you're not actually, it's just, it's something cool to say, you're not actually going for it. The moment I said, I'm going for it, I didn't tell people, I didn't like go on Instagram and be like, hey, I'm going for it. I just went for it, like internally, right? Stayed up late, I worked hard, harder and, and um, I had seven businesses. Kinda do okay, kinda fail, kinda do okay until I started my fund and that actually did really well. Seven, okay, so we got time. Just keep getting up to the plate and swinging, right? There are plenty of people in this world on the sidelines, in the peanut gallery, that like to make fun or poke or say you can never do that, but they're not in the game. People like me and you, we get up to the plate, we swing the bat and yes, we're gonna strike out sometimes. Yeah, you're probably gonna spin around, and you're gonna look dumb but at least we're at the plate. And if I, I knew as long as I could get up and keep swinging the bat, if I could keep swinging away, I'm gonna get, eventually I'm gonna hit a single and I'm probably gonna hit a, maybe a double and eventually maybe I'm gonna hit a home run over the fence. But millionaires are still made on singles and doubles, right? But at least we're at the plate. And before he talked to me, I wasn't at the plate. I was in the sidelines. I was in the crowd eating popcorn I, and I, I knew how the game worked. I thought about it a lot, but I wasn't in the game. I talked to people like I was in the game, but I was on the bench. I wasn't actually out there swinging the bat. And finally, it kind of freed up my mind of, okay, worst case scenario, I lose three grand of my savings. I go to zero and I go get a job at McDonald's to pay for rent and I slowly work up from there. Worst case scenario, right? That was in college. For now, it's like worst case scenario, my business tanks, I go bankrupt or whatever, and I go get a job at a firm, right? And they would probably love to take someone like me, right? When, I, when we have an amazing place to work in America. I know jobs are all over the place right now, but there's, I mean, there's plenty of jobs out there. And worst case scenario, I go start a landscaping business, Molan. I mean, there's just so many ways to make money. So I, I just keep looking at worst case scenario, right? It is hard to be... It's hard to be homeless in America, and I said that before. I'll, I'll explain that for a second. But just like there are bankruptcy, there's welfare, there are so many of these safety nets. I have a family friend. He's got two of his siblings are actually uh, homeless. They grew up in a great home. They have a handful of kids. All the kids, some of the kids are doing great, and two of the kids are actually homeless and sell drugs. And they always say, "You're welcome to move home. You're welcome. You have a warm bed. You have a fridge full of food whenever you want." And they say, "We don't want it. We want to live in the streets." We're gonna do our thing. We're gonna stick it to everybody. We're gonna go sell drugs and they say, okay, if you wanna come home, that's fine. And they don't, right? They choose to be homeless. There are two people that choose to be homeless right now. Their story to other people though is, oh man, my parents never, no. I talked to their parents. Their parents like, yeah, we, we tell them, you know, they can come whenever they want. They have a warm bed if they wanna come home whenever and they don't. Anyways, I'm rambling on a little bit. There you go. That's what got me into entrepreneurship. Hope that helps a little bit or, or helps free up a few um, things in your mind. Like, I don't know if I can do this. Never, never a better time than than now and look at your situation where you're at and uh, try to live a lower leveraged life so you can do that. So anyways, love you guys. See you on the next episode. Peace. Hey, hey, wasn't that awesome? Hey, if you want to learn more about funds, I actually have the unique opportunity to sit down with a co-founder of a 20 20- billion dollars family of funds for an entire hour. And he did a full training on how he launched his fund, how to find investors, how to find your niche in that space. If you're interested, go to investmentfundsecrets.com. You can hop on that training for absolutely free. Listen to him for a full hour. It's an incredible training. And that knowledge actually as a mentor helped me launch my first fund. I think you guys will really enjoy it. See you on there. Bye.